Numbers 23, verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Brother Justin just reminded us in uh, Second Peter about the promises that God has made. Every thing pertaining to life and godliness, very great and precious promises. Amen. I want to take you to uh, Hebrews chapter 4, and I want to encourage you, Hebrews chapter 6. I want to encourage you, in the, as the writer of Hebrews did, that you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely, blessing, I will bless thee, and multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. Wherein God, willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of the promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold on the hope set before us. When God makes a promise, he can't break it. By nature, he can't break it. That's part of who he is, is uh, his purpose, his plan does not change. His counsel does not change. And he made a he made a promise, and specifically, he mentions here, he made a promise to Abraham. Now, Abraham, inherited, he's one of the ones that inherited the promises. That's what we're looking forward to. And God can't change. He made a promise, and he not only made a promise, he confirmed it yeah. by an oath. Right. When God makes a promise like that, you can count on that. Uh-huh. It will... Always happen. I want to take you back to Genesis chapter 15. When uh, in Genesis 12, God had initially met with Abraham and gave him a blessing. I will bless them that bless thee. And Genesis 15, again, God told him that he would have a great number of descendants. And Abram said, well, I don't have any descendants. I, don't ha- I have no seed. Uh, my servant is my heir. But God made a promise to him. He said, look at the stars. Count- see if you can count the stars. Number them. So shall thy seed be. And here's what it says, verse 6. And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. But his faith was counted as righteousness. God made a promise to him, and he believed it. So it goes on down. Now, Abraham uh, was told by God to 
to make a sacrifice. So he took some animals, a, a heifer, three years old, a she-goat, three years old, a, a ram, three years old, and a turtle dove and a young pigeon. He he slaughtered them. He cut them in half. And, and he drove the, Abram drove the birds away. And a great, a deep sleep fell upon Abram. So he, now this is God by himself. He, he made a promise to Abraham. It didn't involve Abraham. I mean, it was to Abraham. But it says in verse 17, it came to pass that when the sun went down, it was dark. Behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp passed between those pieces. And that same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram. That, that covenant that God made with Abram is the covenant that we're under. It's a, it's a, that is the promise that God made that he's going to keep. Now, just like Abraham made a sacrifice to confirm the covenant, I put it to you that Jesus is the sacrifice that confirmed the covenant that all these promises that God has in Christ Jesus, it says, shall in thy seed, the promise was made to Abraham and to his seed. Well, that was that's the Lord Jesus Christ who is the seed that that's pointing to. That in uh, Genesis 22, now, this is years later, God had kept his word. Yes. And now, God had provided Isaac to be the descendant of Abraham, the seed of Abraham. And God told him to sacrifice him. Well, do you think Abraham stopped believing? No. He believed God and it was counted him for righteous. So he, God told him to go take Isaac and sacrifice him. So he took him. This is amazing, amazing uh, testimony of the Scripture. He was going to take him for a burnt offering. And Isaac said, well, where, I see the, the fire and the, behold the fire and the wood and, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So he took Isaac and he put the wood on the altar. He tied Isaac. He bound him. He was stretching forth a knife to, to sacrifice him. When God stopped him. And here's what God said. Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. So God accepted Abraham's faith. He, he saw he was, he was going to sacrifice Isaac. And if God, had, if God hadn't stopped him, he would have. Hebrews says that he believed that God was going to raise him from the dead. And so he looked up and there was a ram caught in the thicket. And so he offered that for the burnt offering instead of his son. But here's what God says. Now remember what it says in Hebrews chapter 6. God swore by himself. He confirmed it with an oath. By two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie. Here's what it said. God said, By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, 
and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies, and in thy seed shall all nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. The seed of this is promises Jesus Christ is the promised seed, the seed of David, the seed of Abraham. It is in Christ that all these promises are fulfilled. Now I will point out to you, God did not require Abraham to give up his only son. He did but God did not withhold his son, his only begotten son. And the sacrifice here of Abraham sacrificing his son, God accepted his faith and counted for righteousness. But what God did not require Abraham to do, God did in sending his own son to be a sacrifice. And it's through him that we have all the promises of God. The promise that is mentioned in Hebrews chapter 6 points to a promise of a a covenant that God has made. Now, it's different from the covenant that God made with Moses and with the Israelites because that one required obedience. It it required them. They they said, uh, they heard all the words of the covenant and they said, we will do it. Well, they didn't do it. And they broke that covenant. But this is a different covenant. God actually made this covenant with his son. And this was astonishing when I saw this. In Isaiah 45:23, I have sworn by myself. The word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. Then to me shall every knee bow, every tongue shall swear. And we know in Philippians 2, it refers to the Lord Jesus Christ, who humbled himself, became a man, became a servant in the form of a servant. And these promises that God has made, he made promise to Abraham. He's made promises to us. He made promises to his son. In Isaiah 53, here's some promises that God has made to his son. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him as stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He goes down farther. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When I shall make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. The pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. That's the promise that God had made to his own son. And this covenant, this promise that's mentioned in Hebrews 6, was he made this covenant with his son, Jesus Christ. The scripture mentions in Isaiah 42 and Isaiah 49 about this covenant. So you consider, when we're here today at the Lord's table, to consider God's promise 
that he can't break. In fact, he made it in such a way that it couldn't be broken because if it required, if the covenant was made with us, just like the covenant was made with Israel, they broke it. If this covenant was made to us, we would break it. But he made it with his son. I just can't describe... Uh, there aren't words to describe how I feel right now about God's covenant that he made with his son. Now, we're partakers of this. But when Jesus was on the cross, he was lifted up from the earth and he was mocked. And the people came by and they said, well, if thou be the son of God, save thyself. Come down from the cross. And he was beaten and whipped and crucified. But while he was on the cross, God laid on him the iniquity of us all. He, when Jesus was lifted up from the earth, God made his soul a sacrifice for sin. And because Jesus now, the one, the sinless one, perfect in righteousness, had been made sin, well, it that was terrible to God. God can't look on sin. And the, the sky went black. Nobody saw this. And there Jesus was, bearing our sin. There's another promise that God made to Jesus. He said in Psalm 16.10, Thou wilt not suffer thy Holy One to see corruption. And he kept that promise too. Jesus was crucified. He took our sins. He took them away. He was buried and he was re-raised again. God kept his promise. Yes. Every promise that God has made, you know he will keep it. Amen. And I want to rem remember the covenant that God made through his son Jesus that we are beneficiaries of. It required his sacrifice. It required a blood sacrifice. We're here to remember that. His body that was broken, his blood that was shed for the remission of our sins. Amen. God is faithful. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for making this covenant. Thank you for making it in such a way that it couldn't be broken. And thank you that you are faithful and you confirm this with an oath. And Lord, like Abraham, we believe you. Lord, we thank you that Jesus did go to the cross and take our sins away and that you accepted his sacrifice. And we know that you're going to keep your promise and that to him, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess it. Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. We're here to remember the covenant until Jesus comes back. And we thank you that you made this possible through Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen.